1: Welcome to this edition of the Dad Jokes Explained episode. My name is Graham Plass and i the producer of the Daily Dad Jokes Podcast. Each week we examine a set of dad jokes and explain what makes them so funny. I aim is to arm you with information on delivering your own dad jokes to your friends and family, so you can further
0: spread the laughs and groans. Let's get to it. I told my wife I absolutely love Worcestershire sauce. She asked what's so special about it. It's hard to say, I answered. The humor in this joke is derived from a
1: play on words, specifically exploiting the dual meaning of hard to say. The phrase hard to say can be interpreted in two ways, one being difficulty in articulating or expressing something in the other referring to literal pronunciation difficulties. Worcestershire sauce, as you might know, has a notoriously complex pronunciation that often stumps people. So when a speaker says it's a hard to say, he could either mean he finds it difficult explaining his profound affection for Worcestershire sauce or that pronouncing a Worcestershire itself is quite challenging. Therefore, this dad joke utilizes ambiguity and linguistic puns for its comedic effect by leaving you guessing which interpretation was intended until your brain makes sense of both possibilities simultaneously, creating an amusing
0: moment of surprise. What did Harry Potter say when he was filling up his car? Expensive petroleum.
1: The humour in this joke is derived from a clever blend of real-world and fictional contexts, as well as the play on words with a popular phrase from the Harry Potter series. In J.K. Rowling's beloved books, Expelliarmus is a spell used by Harry Potter to disarm opponents. The first part of this word, expel, sounds quite similar to expensive. This phonetic similarity sets up our pun. On the other hand, we have a petroleum, which refers to petrol or gas that one would use to fill up their car, an everyday activity in our non-magical world. When you combine these two elements, expensive as sounding like expelliarmus and petroleum being related to cars, it creates an image of Harry using his wizarding language for mundane muggle tasks, hence he says expensive petroleum instead of simply commenting on high gas prices. This joke relies heavily on your knowledge about both worlds, Harry Potter universe and reality,
0: making it amusingly absurd for fans who can appreciate how they are intertwined here. I saw a guy and a girl doing high fives in a chemistry lab. And I thought, while they be bonding?
1: <laughs> the humor in this joke is rooted in the dual meaning of the term bonding. In a social context, bonding refers to forming close relationships or connections with others. This can be through shared experiences, activities, and even simple gestures such as high fives. However, within a scientific context, more specifically chemistry, bonding takes on another meaning. It refers to the process where atoms combine to form molecules via sharing electrons. In this scenario set up by the joke, two individuals are high-fiving a physical connection inside a chemistry lab where chemical bonds take place. The punchline cleverly conflates these two meanings of a bonding, leading us into thinking they're forming an emotional bond when it's actually hinting at them creating a chemical bond due to their location being allowed this play on words creates an amusing surprise for those who initially took they be bonding literally only then realize its witty scientific twist, thus generating laughter from that unexpected shift in understanding.
0: What's the opposite of a microwave? A tsunami.
1: The humour in this joke arises from the clover use of scientific terminology and the play on words involving microwave and tsunami. Microwave, in kitchen appliance terms, is a device we use to heat food quickly. However, it also refers to a type of electromagnetic wave that's very short, hence a micro. This dual meaning sets up for our pun. Meanwhile, tsunami is a term used for enormous sea waves caused by underwater disturbances like earthquakes or volcanic eruptions. But etymologically speaking, tsunami comes from Japanese. Sua means harbor while anomia translates into wave, making it essentially just another kind of wave. When you put these together, microwave being small waves and tsunami as large ones, one could argue that tsunamis are indeed opposites of microwaves due their significant size difference, which isn't what you'd first think when hearing about cooking appliances versus natural disasters. This unexpected link between unrelated contexts, cooking and geology, makes us reinterpret initial assumptions leading to an amusing realisation, thus
0: forming the essence behind this dad joke's humour. The entire purpose of a bayonet is to bring a knife to a gunfight.
1: (laughs) The humour in this joke is derived from the juxtaposition of a well-known saying and a historical military weapon, creating an unexpected twist. In popular culture, there's an idiomatic expression, bringing a knife to a gunfight. This phrase typically suggests that someone is ill-prepared or has brought inadequate resources into conflict. It paints the picture of someone at great disadvantage because they're not properly equipped for battle. On the other hand, we have a bayonet, which historically was, and still can be, attached to rifles allowing soldiers to use their guns as Malay weapons when ammunition ran out or close combat ensued. Essentially it turns their firearm into both gun and knife simultaneously. When you combine these elements, bringing a knife to gunfight or being unwise and bayonets actually making it possible, we get our punchline where something seemingly foolish according our idiom becomes strategic in military context, hence its purpose according this dad joke. This surprising connection between two disparate contexts, everyday sayings versus war tactics, forces us reconsider initial assumptions leading towards amusing enlightenment,
0: thus forming core behind this dad jokes humor. How much did the pirate pay for his peg and hook? An arm and a leg? The humour in this
1: joke comes from the interplay between common idioms and pirate imagery, leading to an amusing reinterpretation of a well-known phrase. In everyday English, an arm and a leg is an idiom that means something is very expensive. It's used to express the idea of paying a high price for something, if figuratively costing you your limbs due to its exorbitant cost. However, when we shift this into our pirate-themed context, peg, a substitute for lost leg, and a hook, a replacement for amputated hand or arm, These items are quite literally associated with missing limbs on pirates as per popular depictions. So when asked about their cost, responding with an arm and a leg takes on dual meanings, one being metaphorical high expense like usual but also hinting at actual physical loss which would necessitate such prosthetics in first place. This clever overlap between literal and figurative interpretations creates unexpected humor as it plays off stereotypes surrounding swashbuckling seizures while subverting our typical understanding of aforementioned idiom, thus making us chuckle at the witty connection made by this dad joke.
0: Out of all the inventions in the last 100 years, the dry erase board is probably the most remarkable.
1: The humour in this joke is derived from a pun, specifically exploiting the double entendre of the word remarkable. In its typical usage, remarkable means something that is worthy of attention or strikingly noteworthy. In this sense, calling an invention a remarkable would mean it has had significant impact or brought about considerable change. However, when we consider a dry erase board, it introduces another interpretation for a Dry-erase boards are known for their ability to be marked with special non-permanent markers and then easily wiped clean – essentially, they can be a remark over and over again. So in context of our punchline, a dry-erase board being most remarkable could either mean it's incredibly impressive among recent inventions, as per usual meaning, or are simply highlighting its unique feature where you can repeatedly mark on it a literal play on words. This clever twist between common understanding and direct linguistic interpretation creates unexpected amusement as one realizes how these different meanings were conflated, thus making us laugh at witty connection made by this dad joke.
0: There's no need to tailgate me when I'm doing 50 and a 30. And those flashing lights on your car just look ridiculous. The humor
1: in this joke is derived from the unexpected twist and situational irony, as well as a clever play on the common understanding of traffic rules. In normal circumstances, tailgating someone who's driving at 50 miles per hour in a 30 miles per hour zone would be considered reckless or aggressive behavior by an impatient driver. The speaker appears to be complaining about such an individual with flashy lights on their car, leading us to initially imagine perhaps a rude motorist with custom lighting. However, when we consider these elements together, high speed over limit and flashing lights, it becomes apparent that this isn't just any vehicle but likely a police car. This realization introduces our punchline where something seemingly annoying, tailgating and ridiculous lights, actually turns out to be law enforcement doing its job. This surprising revelation forces us reinterpret initial assumptions leading towards amusing enlightenment, thus forming core behind this dad jokes humor. The speaker was unknowingly criticizing police for trying in enforce speed limits they themselves were breaking which adds another layer of comedic irony due to their obliviousness.
0: My doctor advised me to cut down on my sodium intake. I took his advice with a pinch of salt. <laughs>
1: the humor in this joke stems from the clever use of an idiomatic expression and its literal interpretation, creating a comical paradox. In everyday language, taking something with a pinch of salt is an idiom that means to view information or advice sceptically or not entirely believe it. It's used to express doubt about the validity or reliability of what's been said. However, when we place this phrase within our medical fiend context, cut down on sodium intake of being doctor's recommendation and a pinch of salt literally containing sodium, these elements come together for our punchline where following such advice would ironically involve consuming more sodium. So when one takes doctor's suggestion with pinch of salt, they simultaneously expressing skepticism towards his counsel, as per usual idiom usage, while also humorously contradicting it by adding extra salt, a direct contradiction. This unexpected blend between figurative and literal interpretations creates amusing irony as one realizes how these different meanings were intertwined, thus making us chuckle at witty connection made by this dad joke. Well that's it from this episode of Dad Jokes Explained. Hope these will give you inspiration in delivering your own dad jokes. I'm Graham Class, and bye for now. This episode is produced by Classic Studios. See the show notes page for sources and credits. Check out our other podcasts in our network at classicstudios.com